Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Gospel According to St. Luke Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve, and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons has gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward Chusa, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord The Holy Women of the Gospels Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons has gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod steward, and Susan, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. St. Luke tells us in today's Gospel of the work of these holy women who had made such an important contribution to the Lord's public life. It is impressive that the Lord wanted to rely on their generosity. We can only imagine how the Lord would return such great kindness. During the hours of the Passion, it seems as if these women proved to be more faithful to Jesus than the Apostles themselves, with the exception of John. The holy women were present at the foot of the cross. They heard Christ's last words to mankind. When Christ is brought down from the cross, these women were already planning for his embalming on the first day of the week, following the Sabbath rest. The Lord made the point of first appearing to these women on the morning of his resurrection, instead of going straight to his disciples. The women were the only ones to see the angels. John and Peter verified that the tomb was empty, but they did not see any angels. Perhaps the women were favored with this visit because they were better prepared than the men to receive it. The women also shared in the angel's mission of nurturing the faith of the nascent church. From the beginning of Christ's mission, women show to him and to his mystery a special sensitivity which is characteristic of their femininity. It must also be said that this is especially confirmed in the Paschal mystery, not only at the cross but also at the dawn of the resurrection. The holy women were very conscientious about telling the disciples whatever happened, while never failing to remind the disciples of the content of Christ's message. 
they are present at the final appearances of the resurrected Lord. Without a doubt, the sisters of Lazarus were in attendance from Bethany on, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus. The example of these holy women should be an inspiration for every Christian to serve the Lord without conditions. Our attitude has to be to serve the Lord and others with supernatural spirit, not expecting any reward for our generosity. We should serve even that person who probably will not thank us. Every action we do on behalf of others ought to be thought as of as a direct service for Jesus Christ. Truly, I say to you, as you did it to the one of the least of these of my brethren, you did it to me. How many opportunities to serve the Lord come before us every day. Servium, I will serve you, my Lord, all the days of my life. Help me to preserve, persevere in this intention. Serving the Lord according to our given nature the contribution of women to the life of the church and society. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there shall my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. In the history of the church, even from earliest times, there were side by side with men a number of women, for whom the response of the bride to the bridegroom's redemptive love acquired full expressive force. First, we see those women who had personally encountered Christ and followed Him. After His departure, together with the apostles, they devoted themselves to prayer in the upper room in Jerusalem until the day of Pentecost. On that day, the Holy Spirit spoke through the sons and daughters of the people of God, thus fulfilling the words of the prophet Joel. These women and others afterwards played an active and important role in the life of the early church in building up from its foundation the first Christian community. The subsequent communities through their own char charisms and their varied service. We would do well to recall that Christianity began in Europe because of the apostolate of one dedicated woman named Lydia. She initiated the conversion of a con continent from the confines of her home. Something similar occurred with, the re with regards to the Samaritans. It was the Samaritan woman who brought the first news of the Redeemer to her kinsfolk. At that time, the apostles themselves were probably a little afraid of preaching to these people of telling them that the Messiah was at Jacob's well. Throughout the centuries, the Church has been mindful of the profound importance of women to Christianity as mother, wife, and sister in the propagation of the faith. The apostolic writings provide ample testimony of women who made great sacrifices for the Church. Lydia of Philippi, Priscilla, and Chloe of Corinth, Phoebe of Saint Sanchere, and the mother of Pufus, who called for Paul as if he were her only son, his her own son, the daughters of Philip of Caesarea, etc. Every Christian is called to serve the Lord according to his or her nature and qualities. Women are called to bring to the family, to society, and to the church 
their gentle warmth and untiring generosity, their love for detail, their quick-wittedness and intuition, their simple and deep piety, their constancy. The Church is counting on the contribution of women to restore society's awareness of the dignity of the person. The Church is constantly enriched by the witness of the many women who fulfill their vocation to holiness. Holy women are an incarnation of the feminine ideal. They are also a model for all Christians, a model of the sequela Christi, an example of how the bride must respond with love to the love of the bridegroom. The Lord wants everyone to serve Him, the church and society, with all the talents at our disposal. Then we will come to understand the wisdom of the truth. To serve is to reign. Giving ourselves to the service of others. Man, who is the only creature on earth which God willed for himself, cannot fully find himself except through a sincere gift of himself. Pope John Paul II has applied these words of the Second Vatican Council to the identity of woman. Woman can find herself only by giving love to others. It is in love, in giving, in service to others, that people realize their dignity. Perhaps this is particularly true for women when they live out of their vocation to holiness. To fulfill this mission, a woman has to develop her own personality and not let herself be carried away by a, native, by a naive desire to imitate, which, as a rule, would tend to put her in an inferior position and leave her unique qualities unfulfilled. If she is a mature person, with a character and mind of her own, she will indeed accomplish the mission to which she feels called, whatever it may be. Her life and work will be really constructive, fruitful, and full of meaning. Whether she spends a day dedicated to her husband and children, or whether, having given up the idea of marriage for a noble reason, she has given herself fully to other tasks. Each woman in her own sphere of life, if she is faithful to her divine and human vocation, can and, in fact, thus achieve the fullness of her feminine personality. Let us remember that Mary, mother of God and mother of men, is not only a model but also a proof of the transcendental value of an apparently unimportant life. As we consider the generosity and fidelity of these holy women, let us examine our own lives as Christians. Are we making a serious effort to extend the reign of Christ? If we are truly generous, our lives will be filled with God's peace. Let us remember that the holy women spent a lot of time in the company of Our Lady. They were closer to Mary than even the disciples were. Here. We have the secret of being generous with our Lord. We go to Mary to help us to be faithful souls with a keen sense of detachment. Next to our devotion to Mary, we will find plenty of occasions to serve others. In this way, we will surely forget about ourselves.
give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.